Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Deacon Jones is on, Reverend Sarah Knight. Hey, Cheryl, from Roanoke, appreciate you still logging in with us. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, is the conference call group still there, I think? Yes? Yes. Okay, okay. All right, appreciate it. Hey, Latoya, good morning to you. Look, I hope you guys are having a great week. It is Friday. Hey, Kendra, good morning. Uh, it is Friday, Lady Kellum. Good morning to you. Hey, I'm Val. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for uh, logging in. I hope it has been helpful. And I am working. I'm working on the website. Uh, Monday morning, I'm hoping to launch the website so you guys can get access to all of it. Uh, but give me give me to Monday. Still working on that. Uh, Shante, hey, good morning. And listen, if you are if you are on for the first time, Shante, right? If you're on for the first time, uh, go ahead and type one up there. We want to celebrate you. Hey, Sister Sally, good morning to you. Rude, what's going on, man? Uh, we are getting ready for a great weekend. It is Friday, and we are looking forward to uh, how to implement and put into practice everything we've been talking about. Hey, Sister Sarah. Uh, Denise, hey, good morning to you. Hey, Sister Moray, good morning. Hey, Rochelle, good morning to you. Look, it is going to be a beautiful day. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but it is definitely going to be a beautiful day, and so I live, live that out. And part of that is because we are living how our days like gold, right? 40 days to a life of gold, egg gray. And again, I'm just kind of taking some of these concepts. Hey to the shepherds, good morning. Let's uh, let's get into it today. We are on day 10. So, again, if you missed the first nine or any of the first nine, uh, I'm trying to get those posted so that you can review them. But today, day 10, is actually the word gold, right? We've been talking about, talking about living a golden life. So let's look at what that really means. Hey, Pastor Sarah, uh, gold. Gold, God-ordained life development. That's what we are. Gold, God-ordained life development. Those are like these short words, those long words. Acronyms get kind of crazy, but they are good. Listen, God-ordained life development. Uh, good morning from Christian Compassion. That's family out in Philly. Hey, good morning. Hey, look, there are two scriptures we want to look at. Uh, the first is Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10, and then Job 22 and 25, uh, and they, they read like this. Uh, Job, no, Ephesians 2 and 10, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in him. So that's that first part. Hey, Crystal, good morning. The next is Job 22 and 25. Wait a minute, nobody put that up. Okay, there we go. Ephesians 2 and 10, Job 22 and 25. The Almighty will be your goal, the choicest silver for you. Look, here's the people. Quick, 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 easy example. It goes like this. Gold in its rarest form is very brittle. I'm not sure if you've ever had a chance to see it, but but if you ever find gold that is initially unearthed, it is flaky, it's thin, uh, it is lighter than paper, easily broken, easily smashed, easily 
uh, taken apart, easily torn, because gold, when you first get it, is very, very brittle. However, the way we get gold is uh, they take that brittle gold and they mix in some other metals. Uh, they literally heat it. You know, we always talk about gold being placed in the fire. They, they put it in extreme heat. It changes now. It's formed. It hardens. It thickens. It becomes something that you can now use to plate metal. It becomes something you can use for jewelry. It becomes something you can use to cover. But only after the soft, brittle, easily, easily broken material is mixed and merged with something else to be made what we consider gold. Now, now the reason we talk about fire and pure gold is because you have to add something to it in order to get it to the place where it needs to be purified. And, and today, today's simple lesson for you and I is this, that we are like gold. We are like, our faith is like gold in, in this way, that, that when you started out like you two were brutal, easily broken, easily fractured, relationships, finances, health, easily torn apart. So when we talk about a God-ordained life, one, one that is developed over time, first you've got to understand that you are in development, right, that, that you are constantly being molded, constantly being put in the fire, taken out the fire, put in the fire, taken out the fire. You, you are constantly being merged with materials that aren't pure and then placed in the fire to be purified. You are in the world but not of the world, placed in work environments. Uh, that put you through a process, Lady Kelly, right? put you through a process whereby uh, God is constantly, like gold, molding you and making you, like Ephesians says, into his workmanship. And here's the, here's the tie-in for those two scriptures. You know, Job says that God is our goal. Ephesians says that we are his workmanship. And, and that makes sense because God creates us in his image. He makes us to be like him. So Job is right. And God is gold. He is like the, the church of silver, the most precious material. Then as his workmanship, he is making and molding you to be like him, to think like him. This mind being you to think Christ Jesus, to act like him. It's through him we live, move, and have our being. To be sacrificial like him, right? We are uh, we, we are to be transformed by the renewing of our present our bodies as living sacrifices. We, we are to uh, to serve like he serves, to engage and think about people like he does. And the key is understanding that a God-ordained life of development, a golden life, is one where you are constantly growing. You are constantly being enhanced. Don't ever get to the place where you decide, look, this is just how I am. Deal with it. Don't ever get to the place where you think you learn all that you can or all there is to know about a vocation or a job or a skill, and particularly not God or Bible. We should always, like gold, be in process, in development. Matter of fact, I think one of the greatest examples of that, you know, outside of Jesus, because you do know the Bible says that Jesus, um, he, he learned obedience through suffering. I think that's crazy. I'm not even dealing with that today, that God who knows all things wraps himself in flesh, is Jesus, and even Jesus had some learning to do, and the learning process happened to him through suffering. Check that out. Jesus learned obedience through suffering. But but, but another example is this guy, Paul, right? Well, he's Saul, but now he's Paul. I mean, he's Paul, but he was first Saul. You know, you know what I mean. And if you haven't heard the story, let me kind of give it to you this way. There's a guy named Saul. Did all these awful things. He was persecuting Christians. Uh, he was holding the coats of people who were stoning Christians. And one day he met Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not Sunday, but that does sound good. He met Jesus, right? 
So after he meets Jesus, his name gets changed to Paul. And we think Paul's a great guy. But even after the first transformation from Saul to Paul, which is the first indication that uh, the first indication that we indeed are like gold in process, is even after he was Paul, he had some shifts and some transformations and some enhancement and some dealing and some wrestling in his life, particularly with people. Right, because I mean, let's be honest. If we remove people from our lives, the half of the problems, no, eighty percent of the problems we have wouldn't even exist. Most of our problems deal with people, right? Come on, come on, somebody type Amen, Hallelujah, Praise the Lord, or something on the screen. I mean, people because they frustrate us, people because we love them but then we don't like them, people because we work with them, people because we serve with them, people create the problems. It's not just atmosphere, and even the atmosphere is caused by people. So. Uh, part of our golden life is how to handle people. And here's what Paul shows us. That early on, Paul had this guy named John Mark. We'll just call him Mark for short. And in Acts 13, he was trying to get rid of Mark. He was like, look, Mark, you got to get away. Go hang out with Barnabas. Go do something with somebody else because you are plagued to me. You are holding me down. You're slowing me up. You are making life unbearable. That's the short version. But then later, uh, we see in the, in the book of Timothy that Paul comes back. And I think it's like Timothy chapter 4. And in Timothy chapter 4, Paul comes back and says, hey, Timothy, go get Mark um, because I think he'll be good for my ministry. It's crazy. The same person that plagued him and caused problems and he wanted to throw away initially, later on after he has experienced some life development, he's grown and he's matured, he now wants to be beside him because he sees him as necessary. And, look, all I'm saying is this, that like John Mark, in your life, in my life, in our life, in order to live a life that is golden, in order to really understand that we are like gold, our faith is like gold, there must be some part of you that understands that there will be some growth, that you will change over time, that you will evolve, that while indeed uh, you used to think one way while you were young, you know, when you become a man, a woman, uh, no longer a child, you have to put away some childish things. That at some point, you may start off your faith journey drinking milk, but over time, you've got to get rid of the milk and get on the meat. That that after you have developed what you think and believe about finances or relationships or faith or health, that over time, all of those things have to mature and somehow uh, get to the next level in order to live a life that's golden. In short, what I'm saying is at some point you've got to be honest that you've been flaky. Your faith has been flaky. Your stewardship over your finances, flaky. Your, uh, your involvement in relationships that you want to be well, flaky. Your, uh, your desire and your activity in staying physically healthy, shaky. You always think it, but have you done it? Today, as we go into the weekend, I want to challenge you to move from the fragile, uh, the, the brittle, the flaky goal to a more mature, thick, robust type of goal that can really be used by people, but more importantly by God. Today, I want you to understand that you can live a life that is golden. And so like gold, don't just be excited about coming out of the fire. Be excited about being put back in the fire because every time you're being put in, you're being brought back out and refined to be something greater, something better. Here's what Ephesians says in the end. It says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. And here's the key which God has before ordained so that we should walk in it, that, that who you are becoming was all a part of God's plan. 
Don't stress what was. Don't think about too much. Don't think too much about what has been. Now, Paul says this, I, I press forward, but in order to do the pressing forward, I forget those things that are behind. And like gold, you start looking at what God is shaping you to be. God, I thank you for today. Oh, God, God, we, we are grateful for what is ahead. Uh, we, we survived what was. There have been ups and downs. It wasn't all bad. There were some great moments. But, God, today we, we, we give you the great moments in exchange for greater. We give you life for life that is more abundantly. We, we hand in all of the trophies that we won so that we can now be more than winners. We want to be more than conquerors. God, today we expect you to help us live lives that are like gold ones that grow, ones that enhance, ones, uh, lives that, that help us become the better, that we achieve the more. And, God, we're not asking that you do this just so that we'll be in limelight. No, no, God, God, we're asking this because we want to be used by you, because every blessing we get, we want to use to be a blessing. Every person we touch, uh, we want them to know that we have first been touched by you. God, this is not about us. It's not about what we can, what we can glean from it. Of course we want to be blessed. Of course. God, we want to live lives that prosper in all areas, in faith, in finance, uh, in our friendships, relationships, and in our physical bodies. But outside of just being good to us, God, we want you to be good enough to us so that we'll be able to display who you are, and you indeed want to be good and great to others. God, if you help us with that, we would be grateful. And as we go into this weekend, God, I pray now covering and keeping. I pray protection. God, I pray that this weekend is fruitful and that in some way, God, we are able to put into practice the 10 things we've learned in these initial stages of living a golden life. This is my prayer for all of those who will listen, for all of those who will watch, for all of those who will engage, for all of those who will hear, not my voice, not the message, but who you are. This is Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, look, you guys have a great day, great day, great day. And I'm going to report to next week as we explore how to be golden even more. Be blessed. Pastor.